can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics come out with a 108-102 win against the Denver Nuggets. All of those Celtics fans that went on and on about how the Celtics still suck because they haven't beaten any good teams can officially stop complaining. The Celtics come away with a great win against a very solid team in Denver. Uh, And we did it without Jalen Brown contributing a bunch. We're going to dive into that. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the positives and some of the negatives here. Uh, And to get started, you got to give player of the game to Derek White. Was he the absolute best player for the Celtics tonight? Probably not. However, this is Derek White's first game in a Celtics uniform. He was traded yesterday, got here, got through the protocols, passed his physical, suited up, and played massive minutes, 28 minutes tonight, and he was in the closing lineup. They closed with Derek White over Al Horford in his very first game. He has not practiced with this team once since he's been traded. And he's coming in here. He he goes 15 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Meanwhile, it should have been 4 assists because he had 2 absolute dimes to Grant Williams uh, that Grant just missed. But this is an unbelievable game for him. 6 of 12 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. And defensively, was just all over the place. Defending everybody, uh, which was just really, really good to see. Four points in the fourth quarter really helped propel this team to the victory. A couple of great plays down the stretch. Derek White, welcome to Boston. That is all I have to say about that. Very happy coming out of this game here. Uh, I was I was pretty worried going in, thinking that you know we had a very depleted roster. I thought that Ime was going to really have to go to his bench here, uh, and we'd see a lot of Neesmith minutes. Minutes uh, we'd see Hauser even, uh, and neither of those guys. He kept with an eight man rotation. Uh, and really didn't even have eight solid guys. Like Derek White hasn't even played with the team yet. And he was one of the eight, and he played massive minutes. Uh, So huge, huge props uh, to Derek White here. First game as a Celtics comes up big. uh, In a big win, a six-point win over the Denver Nuggets, who are playing really good basketball, especially with, you know, arguably MVP caliber player Jokic. Uh, so this is a really good game. You know, Tatum was probably the best player in tonight's game. And I tweeted this probably about halftime. He was the only source of offense for a very long time. Uh, thought he played really well. End of the night, 24 points, six rebounds, five assists. Also added in three steals. So defensively was crushing it as well. 
Uh, but 8 of 19 from the field, 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Once again, a huge struggle bus. Uh, 1 of 8 from 3 for Jason Tatum. But outside of that, he played fantastic. He really did. Uh, so, solid, solid game, you know, overall. But you look at this starting lineup. We've got Al Horford, uh, who another game in a row put up double-digit rebounds, 11 rebounds, four offensive, uh, three assists, nine points. Uh, and we kept him under. Th- we kept him at 30, right? Like in a game where you're really short-staffed and you're playing arguably like either best or second best center in the NBA behind well it's either him or Embiid right those are the two guys uh so when you're playing a guy like Jokic you really need Al Horford out there uh so keeping him at 30 minutes and not having to go over is huge and I think a lot of that came down to the fact that Grant Williams really stepped up and played good minutes against uh against Jokic tonight you know, 19 minutes for Grant, eight points, uh, two of three from three, two blocks. One of them was a transition block that he pinned against the backboard, uh, which is just great to see. Like, really, couple huge, huge plays for him. Uh, but defending Jokic, like, really, really solid. So you'll take that as a as a massive victory from bench guy coming up big. Uh, but you look at the other guys, right? Time Lord, massive game. 15 points, 16 rebounds, six of which were offensive. Two assists, two steals, three blocks. Like, what an unreal game. Again, facing one of the best centers in the NBA. You know, this is a game where you would look and you're like, all right, Al Harford's probably going to get all the minutes defending Jokic. Wasn't really the case. Horford did defend him a lot. But Time Lord, there were a couple cases today's game where, you know, Jokic is trying to back down Robert Williams, who's probably, and I'm making these numbers up, like a hundred pounds lighter. Like Jokic is a massive dude. Time Lord is just he's fairly skinny. Right? Like he's probably giving up. Maybe not 100, maybe like 60, 70 pounds uh, in that matchup. And he held his ground. Like that is very, very impressive. Uh, Not to mention the six offensive rebounds. Like he really was unbelievable. There were a couple of fantastic alley-oops that we saw from him today. One late in the game, uh, a very, very strong drive from Jalen Brown and just floated it up to Rob. And he just slammed it down. But he also had like an offensive rebound that he put back. Uh, and it was a thunder dunk too. Like the whole friggin' place shook after he put that back. Uh, so this is a really, really solid game for Robert Williams. Um, and then you look, Marcus Smart. And this is a controversial one. Because Marcus Smart had five turnovers tonight. Some of them were very, very stupid. Like there was a transition play where he tried to get the ball out to Tatum, but he tried to sl- like baseball pass it through three defenders. 
and turn the ball over. Like some of them were just dumb plays. But Marcus Smart tonight, defensively, was unbelievable. And I feel like I shouldn't need to say that because I feel like that's always the case. But I feel with like the addition of Derek White and you know his kind of notoriety for being a dog on defense also, I feel like straight out of the gate, Marcus Smart really just wanted to assert his dominance <laughs> as the best defensive player on the team because right out of the gate, uh, Marcus Smart doing Marcus Smart things, dove on the floor like 10 seconds into the game already forced a turnover. Uh, and then he had another steal almost immediately after that that led to the Tatum transition layup. So, like, unbelievable game. He ended up with five steals, 22 points for Smart, 22 points, five rebounds, seven assists, five steals. Like, unreal stat line. Unreal stat line. We've talked about, you know, Robert Williams getting a, a five by five game. This was almost a five by five game for Marcus Smart. You know, unreal points, rebounds, assists, steals. Like, great game. Uh, so, I guess it's a four by five, right? It's a little different. But what an unbelievable performance from him. He did struggle from the field a little bit, six of 16, uh, but he got to the free throw line, went eight of 10. And that is huge because this team struggled hard and I can't really say this team is more so Jalen Brown four of seven from Jalen Brown uh, but this is a team the Celtics that is second in the NBA in free throw percentage at like 92 percent uh, and we were 73 tonight you know Marcus Smart you know brought that average up you know he obviously shot 80 percent eight of ten that's easy math that's math I can give you off off the top of my head uh, but you look, solid, solid game from him. The turnovers is one thing. Uh, and that's, you know, one of the reasons he wasn't player of the game. But this is a really, like, solid, solid team win. Really solid team win. The impressive part to today is the fact that we were down pretty much the entire game. Right, We got outscored 32-30 in the first. We got outscored 28-21 in the second. Still, we actually outscored them by six in the third. But we were still trailing after the third. Not by a lot, only three. Uh, but that fourth quarter, we dug down, put ourselves out. It was like an 11-2 run, I believe, to finally take a lead. Uh, and it was kind of back and forth for a little bit. But down the stretch... The Celtics made clutch plays. And whether it be a, a Robert Williams block or a Marcus Smart free throw, like this team made shots. They made stops when they came to it. You know, this is a this is a fairly ugly game. Shooting wise, 27% from three is ugly. But it, you know, it's funny. Keith Smith. If you don't follow Keith Smith on Twitter, absolutely do it. Like he's probably the most knowledgeable Celtics Twitter guys out there, Celtics reporters. Uh, he tweeted, and this isn't quoted, so you can go back and look at the exact tweet. But the gist of it is fun, like fun theory. The Celtics can shoot as bad as they want if they're going to continue to hold opponents under a hundred, and that's the game plan. <laughs> 
right? Like this team, I think we've all talked about it at times, lacks shooting. It lacked shooting before the trade deadline. It still lacks shooting now after the trade deadline. But their identity has been defense. And I think, you know, realistically, after this trade deadline, that defense just got better. Schroeder was not a not a great defender. He wasn't a bad defender by any means. Uh, obviously, Josh Richardson was a really good defender. And it, it, I mean, frankly, it sucks. It sucks losing Josh Richardson. Derek White's a very, very good defender. Like, you saw it tonight, even on some big guys. Like, he forced a lot of tough plays. I'm looking at the stat sheet, uh, and I don't see any steals on the stat sheet. But I am pretty confident, unless someone else tipped it prior, uh, that he had a steal and then that transition alley-oop that he threw to Jalen Brown. So I'm like 99% sure they messed up in the stats. Again, there's a 1% chance someone tipped it, uh, but that came from Derek White and just being in the right spot. Like this was a this was a very impressive win. You know, I, I'll you just got to take it, right? Celtics fans all over the place, not necessarily complaining, but downplaying the Celtics success recently saying the six win streak, six game win streak doesn't mean anything because we didn't play anyone. Wait till we play Denver and Philly and Brooklyn and all those teams, right? Well, guess what? Here's Denver and we, we beat them. We came from behind and we beat them and the Celtics extend their win streak to seven. Uh, So this is a, this is an impressive win all around, all around. It's impressive. Uh, There were, some tough parts of today's game. Uh, And I want to talk about it. Before we do so, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 
to 467369. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, like I said, this game wasn't 100% positive. Uh, And I want to dive into some of it here. And I want to start the first half defense. We gave up 60 points in the first half. 32 in the first, 28 in the second. 60 points and a half for this Celtics defense was tough. And I'll give a a little bit of leeway here because we obviously didn't have Josh Richardson, who is a big part of our defense. Derek White is coming in in a really tough spot where, you know, the Celtics run a fairly complicated, very switch-heavy defense. That's tough to adjust to. Uh, so 60 points in a, fir- in a first half for the Celtics team is not good by any means. You know, Jokic was really, like, he had a triple-double by, like, mid-third quarter. Like, the first half for him was just unbelievable. Uh, and it really d- didn't help. The Celtics just kept miss- missing shots. And it gave the Nuggets transition opportunities. Uh, because anytime you're missing threes... Long rebounds lead to potential transition points. Uh, So that was tough for the Celtics. Uh, And a part of that comes down to the fact this team shot 10 of 37. Like that's 27%. uh, And that's, it's horrible. Like it's absolutely abysmal for this team. It's not the worst performance that we've had, uh, but it's certainly not the best. Uh, and that part's tough. That's where the Celtics fall apart. You know, Brad talked pregame with Chris Forsberg, uh, and he talked about the fact that there's still a need for shooting. And he talked about that's like that being one of his priorities in this you know buyout market, right? So there are going to be changes to this roster, uh, and I think a lot of it's going to come down to that. You think obviously we saw Hauser. Well, he's on the two-way contract, but Keith Smith, a couple other guys have reported saying that he's going to get his contract reverted uh, to a regular season contract, similar to what we saw with Luke Cornett right before game time. Uh, So welcome both of those guys to the roster. So we've got three open roster spots. We can talk about that moving forward. I'm sure that'll come up in Sunday's podcast uh, because we'll probably see some moves uh, tomorrow. I would say there's probably going to be a couple more guys on the roster in the next couple days here. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, But tonight, defensively in the second half, things completely shifted. Right, We went from 60 points in the first half to only 42. So Derek White dug in, got a little bit more comfortable, and 
it showed. You know, all across the team, the defense was better. Jokic, I mean, still torched us. I mean, he ended the game 23 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists. So another triple-double for him. Uh, But I think the Celtics did a good job of forcing him into tougher shots. Like, he was 3 of 10 from 3. So we forced him out there. We gave him tough looks. He was just trying to shoot over all of us. Like, he was trying to shoot over Time Lord. He was trying to shoot over Tatum. Marcus Smart actually blocked one of his threes, which was incredible. Uh, but you look like this is a this is a fairly like entertaining game. It's not all positive. Like I said, the defense in the first half was bad. The other piece to this that's really tough was Jalen Brown's performance. Uh, this was one of the worst Jalen Brown performances we've seen in like a month. Because Jalen Brown's been good. Tonight was not the case. Uh, he really, really struggled. 12 points tonight, 7 rebounds. He did have 4 assists. I thought he moved the ball fairly well. We saw a couple of alley-oops uh, and just a couple of great passes in general. So that part of his game was still there. But the shooting tonight was horrible. He was ice cold. 4 of 17 from the field. 0 for 6 from 3. So again, you combine Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, two all-star caliber players, and they're 1 for 14. That is not good. It's not good. (laughs) Right? So something needs to change. Something needs to change. Uh, But Jalen Brown really struggled, even from the free throw line. 4 of 7 from the free throw line today. And it crushed me because a couple of them were late in the game. Very late in the game. Uh, he had a chance to put the lead, I believe, to four, and he missed one of the free throws. Uh, so it's still a one-possession game. Like That's an important free throw that you really just can't miss. So that was tough to see. Defensively, I thought he played fairly well. Uh, but you look, I mean, this is still, it's just... You don't want both of you don't want your best guy or second best guy. You don't want one of those having a bad night. And in the playoffs, that's going to be different. Like it's going to be it's going to be tough to win games in a playoff environment where one of the Jays isn't playing fantastic. Like the Eastern Conference got better. Philly's better, Brooklyn's better, Milwaukee, well, Pat Connaughton just got hurt, so maybe they're not better, but they're still really good. Uh, so this is a, it's a tough, it's a tough conference, right? So the Celtics need to play at a high level. The one, like, major, major positive that I took from today's game is that Derek White is a absolute baller and is very capable of playing alongside Marcus Smart which is something that we could not say the same of for Dennis Schroeder I talked about it in the last podcast I thought that dynamic between White and Smart would work because Derek White is also a facilitator that can shoot better than Schroeder 
but he's a pass-first guy. He's not another ISO guy. Having three ISO guys in Jalen, Jason, and Schroeder is tough because guys are trying to do it all on their own. I think Derek White did a great job tonight of getting people involved. Again, only two assists, but he should have had two more to Grant. He had two like unbelievable passes, and Grant just missed layups, both of them. So, I mean, you look, this is a this is a fun game. It's a fun game, and there are a lot of good things to take from it. This is a good Denver Nuggets team, uh, and we saw the Celtics come back, show some resilience, and make the best of it. And I think that's all you can ask for at this point. Uh, so, looking at the standings right now, Brooklyn... Uh, 29 and 26. Boston Celtics, 32 and 25. So we sit two games ahead of them in the seventh seed. We're just a half game back from sixth, which where the Raptors are. Uh, in the sixth spot is the magical spot because you are not in a playoff game. I mean, in a play-in game. The Toronto Raptors are playing some really good basketball at this point in the season. Similar to us, like we have... You know, a 9-1 record in our last 10 games, so do the Raptors. So right when we peaked, they peaked. And the tough part about that is the Raptors have a pretty easy schedule uh, coming up. So probably not the best look for the Celtics. Going to really have to make some moves here and start to continue to push this winning streak. Because this is an opportunity to move up in the lineup. Or move up in the standings, I should say. Because uh, it's it's pretty jumbled up. 27 games left. And we're just four and a half games out of first place. It's not a bad place to be. I would still like to move up to that. You know, probably five seed, six seed. Honestly, I'll take the six seed. Five seed is doable. Four seed, honestly, is doable. They need to continue playing like this, though. Yeah, one thing I will note from today's game is the Celtics so far are 15 and 13 versus teams 500 or better, which is the best record in the Eastern Conference. Again, against teams 500 or better. That's impressive. I know a lot of people are going to say that's a jaded stat because we played some of the best teams when they weren't fully healthy. Fine. Sure. But we're crushing teams that are lower than 500, and we're beating teams above 500. So at this point, I don't care. I don't care if they were hurt. The Celtics are playing very, very good basketball right now. Uh, and I look forward to, to watching that continue. Celtics do have a, a pretty tough schedule coming up. You know, Super Bowl Sunday, we've got the Hawks be an early game, 2 o'clock. Try to avoid the Super Bowl. Uh, listen. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to post a podcast on Super Bowl Sunday. It's I'm going to, I'm going to watch the game, but the Super Bowl is already it's going to be starting by the time I would normally be posting this podcast. I might try to get to it after after the Super Bowl, depending on you know how many how many cocktails I've consumed at that point of the day. Uh, but this is a tough time for the Celtics. You know we've got the Hawks on Sunday. And then we go to Philly on Tuesday, and that'll be James Harden's 
first game in Philly. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, and make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, more importantly, rate and review the podcast. Everything helps. Have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.